Hello. Welcome to Tone Deaf. I'm your host, Tambor Beaker. And Ryan. I'm Zach Schumann. And we are here to talk to you about some more stuff. So, in the news lately, there's been talk of Billy Corgan going ahead and selling over 150 pieces of equipment that Smashing Pumpkins has used to record their albums and even tour with. Smashing Pumpkins is obviously a pretty influential band from the 90s. And I know a lot of people would love to get their hands on that equipment. What do you guys think about that? I think it's a Siamese dream. That is... Okay. Alright. It's fine. I mean, he wants to sell some stuff, so he's selling it. Okay. I kind of want to know how much he's selling it for, though. Like, just to see where he's valuing his stuff at. I don't know if, like, he's just not attached to any of it. If, like, I was on drugs. I don't even remember buying these guitars, so, like, I guess they're okay to sell. Like, the sentiment value, I don't know if it's there or not. That is a good point, though. We could get a really good idea of, like, where his ego is at. <laughs> of, like, if he's, whether he's underselling it or overselling it. You never like, know with him. I once touched this guitar. Who wants it? <laughs> so, so is he trying to raise money for chemtrail awareness? Uh, I'm not sure exactly why. I didn't know that was a thing that was happening in his life. Ivan Moody, the lead singer of Five Finger Death Punch, left in the middle of a concert in the Netherlands last month saying that he needed to get his life back on track and he was going to rehab. He has now stated that he will be returning to the band this August. It was weird because like as soon as uh, he announced he was leaving, within three days they had already replaced him as a singer. It was that so. fast? Did they have like a mm -hmm. wow. guy ready to go? They were on tour. So yeah. like they couldn't exactly just say, well, we can't play. <laughs> Did they just find the road and go, you're in? No. Do we know who they got? Was I it, can't remember. Yeah, I haven't. Was it someone that we should all know? Or? No, it's not someone I had ever heard of before. Yeah. It's just the band is getting back on track. As I'm sure some people know, I, definitely not all, for the longest time, Taylor Swift did not have her music on Spotify because she was not gaining any money from Spotify, well, like not enough money from Spotify sales. So she was like, okay, well, don't stream my music. She released her music onto Spotify, and I was like, well, okay, maybe she's finally becoming a good, a good person. Well, I also found out that she put it on there the day that Katy Perry released her new album, just to see who would get more streams. Coincidence? I think not. John Mayer makes everyone salty, apparently, since they have both dated him. In a lot of ways, Spotify isn't great for streaming. Like, you don't, you don't get a lot of money from it, but... If you actually care about your fans, I really believe that you should not remove your music from streaming sources just because you're not making money from it. But I mean, unfortunately, that seems to be the way that like music being played is going is towards streaming. I just wish they'd pay the artists more. Like I don't know how much it is per listen or whatever, but six days ago I saw Iron Maiden in concert, and Bruce Dickinson says, "I don't know how many of you have our new album. Just steal it. I don't care." Like. <laughs> This man is a metal legend, and if you want to hear it, hear it. I don't care if I'm making money or not. Like, that's the kind of person that I really believe should be getting the kind of respect from the world. Album sales have never really been yeah. a big contributor to musicians' finances. Mm -hmm. Musicians make so much more off of touring, mm -hmm. merchandising, things yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and that's the way it's always been. Streaming... YouTube, downloading, file sharing, that hasn't changed that. Like, they were never really making a lot of money off of albums. I just know, like, in hip-hop, there's a thing that, like, the, the album went platinum, and I know since streaming has started, there's not very many albums that go platinum anymore. 
And uh, I know that even System of a Down has an album titled Still This Album. There's all these revolutions in the music industry. Trent Reznor got mad at his label once and started telling everyone to steal all this stuff. It's kind of just the way to rebel against the system. I mean, System of a Down obviously is System of a Down. They're not trying to go with the flow, obviously. Paris Hilton wants to start making pop music again? I'm in. I'm 100% in. I want to hear it. I am genuinely curious to hear what she has to say. Now, I said again. I didn't even know she ever made pop music to begin with. Like, okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, so she's returning? That's what she said. I'd love to return to making pop music. I don't know how long like she, she was in it, but I yeah. I feel like she, she may have made like a couple songs. She at least made or an she album. She at least had an album. She got famous for being famous and now she wants to actually do something to create fame, I guess. She just kind of existed one day. I mean, isn't that how we all come to be born? Well, yeah, that's not what I was really talking about. So, uh, going back, yes. another artist who is known for not liking Spotify, Tom York, mm. he is on blast now for yes. performing a concert in Israel. Yes, I got really late in the game to listen to Radiohead. Like, I've only recently started to listen to them, but I do enjoy a lot of what I've heard, and I've started to branch out and listen to some of Tom York's other projects, such as Adams for Peace, which also features Flea on bass from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That was a band completely formed for charity. And what's like the details behind the controversy? Because I don't know a whole bunch about it, but just for listeners. So uh... a number of creators, artists, mm -hmm. are doing this sort of cultural boycott of Israel in response to a lot of problems that are going on there um, and a lot of human rights issues. The issue that I have with this, oh, well, I have a couple. One, none of these people are boycotting America, and... Well, not per se. No, 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 no. no. So, one of the guys who recently called out Tom York, mm -hmm. the lead singer of Pink Floyd... Roger Waters. Roger Waters. Yeah, he was calling out Tom York. He's in the middle of doing a tour in the U.S. right now. Mm -hmm. um, he doesn't seem to have any problem with performing here, even though... The United America. States yeah. is Israel's biggest supporter. Everything Israel does is funded with U.S. dollars. So it really doesn't make sense to say that this one's okay, but the other's not. Like, no one, yeah. if you try to get a bunch of artists to, like, say, oh, we're never going to play in America, we're not going to let any of our movies be sold in America, that would never go over. No, because they, they sell everywhere here. Like, there would be no point in not going to America. Again, just controversy in the music world, it's an ongoing problem. Yeah. And the other thing is I just don't really see how a cultural boycott solves anything. It doesn't. It, it really doesn't. Boycotts very rarely actually get the results that they're going for. There may be a compromise, but it's not 100% on either side. Well, yeah, but I mean, you're, if you're talking about an entire country, mm -hmm. I mean, you're essentially yeah. just saying, we disagree what these people are doing, let's just isolate them more. Yeah, let's, let's legitimately <laughs> hate just to hate. That's the foundation of bigotry and... Yeah. It's not like yeah. every single person no. in Israel is awful. You know, supports yeah. everything that their government does. Just like not everyone in America supports everything the U.S. government does. Exactly. Yeah, there's a there's a, a gap between the people and its government. There's a ton of people in America that are like, I love this country, but the government's not doing what they need to do. But that's I feel like that's definitely a problem in most countries, not just yeah. the United States or Israel. I'm sure in North Korea they're not the biggest fans of their government, but if they say anything, they won't be able to say anything ever again. So, you say something, silence. Um, 
Soli Erna, the singer of Godsmack, has released a music video for a new song that focuses on the struggles of opioid abuse. There's just kind of another example of musicians using their craft to kind of make a difference, or at least try. Or at least just talk about his own personal struggles yeah. with the drug. That's exactly true. Yeah, yeah we're, we're finally starting to get some attention to opioid mm -hmm. abuse. That's been an ongoing issue for a while. Oh, yeah. a very long time. In this country, and for quite some time we haven't really been talking about it. Nope. No. When people think of drugs, first thing you think of is definitely not opioids. Isn't that part of the problem is a lot of people that are prescribed the opioids end up, end up um, doing heroin because they yes. can't get the drugs? Okay. So heroin is cheaper. So that's been a problem. So Anthony Kiedis, the singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, he wrote an autobiography back in 2004, which I own and I have read. He went to rehab five different times. And one of the most recent times, he was sober for four and a half years. And he had a toothache and he had to get a tooth pulled and he went to the dentist. And the dentist then prescribed him a pain reliever that was kind of a faux opioid, and it then caused him to go back into heroin use because it was the same high that he had not felt for four and a half years. So he was like a hardcore heroin user, and just by taking a prescription, became an addict once again. Prescription opioids are just as bad at causing the addictions. For a long time, they've kind of just been getting slung out by like candy. Exactly. And honestly, I'm a little worried that the backlash is going to go too far, you know, because we know how us Americans are. We're going to try to be like, oh, well, there's a problem with opioid addiction. Let's just ban all the opioids. And that's not, no. that would be a terrible thing. That makes things worse. That's like making gun bans. That's just going to make the problems worse than they already are. Like, prescription drug abuse is also a rising problem in the U.S. It's in the rock world everywhere. Yeah. As time goes on, just the abundance of availability of different things will always increase while others decrease. It's just where the priorities lie. Well, I mean, cocaine and heroin used to be available Legal. in drugstores. Like, like, oh, you have a headache? Here, take some cocaine. Like, <laughs> they had cocaine in Coca-Cola. That's where the name originally came from. Oh man, can you just imagine if cocaine was in soda with today's modern soda <laughs> addiction? The way, the way we all the, drink pop now? Yeah. <laughs> like, Soda was a novelty back then. <laughs> People would MLG, like, guys. <laughs> we would just Mountain Dew for days. <laughs> it would be just the Wolf of Wall Street for everyone every yes. single day. I don't even think we'd get anything productive done or we'd get everything productive done. Like, <laughs> there's no in between. It just depends on your mood, baby. Like, I got it. Oh! Or you, would just, you would have a handful of really productive people that can handle their high and then just everyone else. Yes. Well, I feel like I would sit there and think I'm writing a symphony and then just look at my uh, picture after I'm high and it's just a squiggle. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the Sistine Chapel. Ooh, and it's just... I colored on the wall with some crayons. <laughs> oh, man. Aaron Carter was arrested recently, it's been in the news, for a DUI and other drug-related charges. So we can now add him to the list of pop stars that have taken the wrong path. Aaron Carter. I don't know you, who that is. Yeah. He is the brother of Nick Carter, who was one of the members of Backstreet Boys. 
Oh, but I see that. Aaron Carter uh, kind of had a small bit of fame as a pop star. U.S. <laughs> celebrity culture is just abominable. Yeah. Yeah, it is. We just lionize them and just crazy. Yeah. Like, what do we expect to happen to these kids? Like, we kind of caused Britney in 2007. Like, we put way too much pressure on her, and she just kind of. <laughs> no more hair, guys. Why, Britney? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I just can't imagine um, growing up with all those cameras in my face and having mm -hmm. to deal with paparazzi and everything like that. It's Not like, to mention, mm -hmm. it's always like, where are they now after that, you know? Because Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, and Justin Timberlake all gained fame around the same time because they were all in Mickey Mouse Club on Disney Channel in, I think it was in the late 80s, early 90s. So all of them just kind of escalated to fame all at once. Is that the connection that they were all on the same show mm -hmm. at the same time and then boom? Yeah. Like all those names or names that you've heard for the last 20 years, Disney is like, oh, you're on our show, sing. I don't care if you can't sing, sing. Like that's just what they do. Even Nickelodeon started to do it as well. I think Jeanette McCurdy came out with an album. Like Sam Puckett doesn't need to sing to be popular, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I say let her sing, Timber. You're too bitter about oh, it. No, she. it's not bad. Yeah. I'm just saying, just because you're on a TV show, you can act, you don't need to sing. Not everyone needs to be a renaissance man. Don't be ridiculous. Exactly. Just exploiting the fame of children is a huge problem since forever. Like even back in like Shirley Temple's day. Or Judy Garland, like shortly after Wizard of Oz was filmed, Judy Garland died of a drug overdose because she couldn't handle the fame. Also in recent news, a van containing the members of Adrenaline Mob crashed, which led to the fatality of their bass player. Uh, and he was not only the bass player for Adrenaline Mob, he was also one of the members of Trans-Siberian Orchestra who I have seen live twice. And they, like, it's a great show, but trans Orchestra, the founder of trans Orchestra, died, I believe, last year. So they are gonna be touring this year in memory of him. Anthony Fantano has a new channel on YouTube, simply titled Fantano. So we'll see if he has some cringeworthy or great content we'll, that he puts out there. Um, I, from what I understand, it's just a channel where he just, that doesn't fit on his normal, the Neo Drop channel, so he just kind of throws it on Fantano. I don't know how new it actually Didn't is. Didn't he already have a channel for that, though? Like, yeah, this is the plan or this something is, like that? This is the weird, weird stuff. Like, yeah, he, it, Oh, okay. Yeah, it went Like, from, it's too weird for his weird stuff, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, <laughs> it, it's, it's too weird for his <laughs> meme reviews. Exactly. It went, it went from him talking about, like, what I did in college to just doing meme reviews. Uh. YouTube is a great place. The new doctor on Doctor Who is a female. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, so there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that as far as any of us have I to mean, say. you're talking about, you know, an alien that whenever it dies, it regenerates into whatever form it wants to. There's really, I don't think there's really any reason it can't be a woman. Exactly. <laughs> there's no reason it has to be a human either, but that's True. But for, yeah, well, technically they're not humans, they're time lords. I agree you mean that. Yeah. So. I actually did see this really funny troll article a while back about Idris Elba playing um, James Bond. Oh yeah, that's also And funny. Yeah, so there were some people that were being like, oh, Idris Elba can't be James Bond because he's, yeah. he's not Scottish and James Bond always Scottish. To which I would respond, well, Daniel Craig isn't Scottish, yeah. George Lazenby wasn't Scottish, Timothy Dalton wasn't Scottish, Roger Moore wasn't, wasn't Scottish. Scottish. There's literally only one Scottish actor yeah. who's played James Bond. And that's Sean Anyway, Curry. that's not the point. The troll article I saw was like, it was talking about Idris Elba and it's going down, Idris Elba cannot be James Bond because he has a mustache. <laughs> James Bond has never had facial hair. 
Was it an argument? No, it was a troll article and it was hilarious. I loved it. A couple of my favorite places to get my news as a joke is The Onion and The Hard Times because I just love, I love memes and it's, it just, it, it's wonderful. Kid Rock wants to be senator. <laughs> <laughs> Is he running in? Michigan. Michigan? Sure. <laughs> Why what? not? Might as well. <laughs> I mean, The Rock is running for president. Is that actually happening? That has not been confirmed yet. That, that's just a There's been a so committee, far. so. Well, yeah, anyone can open up a committee, though, let's be honest. If it's not been confirmed by, like. I, I'm just going to say, it would not surprise me if he actually is running. I'm just saying it has not been 100% confirmed. Several months before it was even more confirmed, you know. He was thinking of, uh, Running with Tom Hanks, just I remember that. Yeah, just I just that just would be a the great two most likable people in Hollywood. Who's the Secretary of State? Uh, Chris Pratt. Tom Hanks may be an amazing <laughs> human being, but let's just let's just look at the movies he's been in. Disaster, disaster, disaster. Can oh, you can you land a plane on the Hudson River? Yeah, but it might crash and I get stuck on an island. No, no, Road to Perdition wasn't a disaster movie. Yeah. I mean, even some of his comedy movies, he's just kind of just stuck because everything goes wrong, like The Terminal. <laughs> I can't leave! <laughs> well, maybe that's who we need, is the guy that knows how to handle a disaster because he's acted in so many movies with disasters. Or even... The, that's I mean, how that works. Uh, Tom Hanks is basically a meme at this point, too. Ozzy Osbourne and Zach Wilde have joined forces again and taken the stage. So that's a good dynamic duo of yeah, rock. Uh, I thought Ozzy was done. Uh, he's done with Black Sabbath. Oh, okay. I actually saw Zach Wilde live earlier this summer playing Black Sabbath songs, and that was really interesting. The Armstrongs is a new punk band that has been formed by the singers of Green Day and Rancid. Billy Joe Armstrong and Tim Armstrong of their respective bands have decided that they want to make a super group. I'll admit I didn't really see that coming, but I like Rancid. Also in the band will be Billy Joe's son and Tim's nephew. Cool. I mean, I like them both, so I'm not opposed to hearing what, they, what their music sounds like. Yep. Next week on Tone Deaf, we will have a special guest. We will be interviewing Topeka rapper Grizzly to talk about some of his work along with his upcoming single featuring Riff Raff. That is about all that we have. This, again, is Tone Deaf with Tambor, Ryan, and Zach. See you guys. Peace out.